Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome to Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart for another conversation <laughs> for the ages. Oh, telling your one for the ages. Everybody know that song? No, explain. That's a Paul Kelly song. I don't know if it's a Paul Kelly song or... No, it's a Paul Kelly song. We anyway, hello Dave. <laughs> Did I say conversation for the ages because I meant... One of the worst. I mean, best. <laughs> Matt, contribute something. Save this conversation. I'm sorry. Hey, Dave. It's good to be here in back in the podcasting studio. Jess and I just were at a music festival over the weekend, Meredith Music Festival. You pulled out of it late. I bought you a ticket and uh, you held me hanging on for quite a while, a few months, even though you've got a quite a well-paying job and I'm just a lowly uh, shit-kicking businessman. Wheeling and dealing, sure. <laughs> Sure. But in the end, I mean, I'm, I'm a philanthropist. I give more than I take. And, um, and I think the proof was in the pudding there with uh, me offering to give you a ticket. I mean, for cost price. Obviously. And you taking months of uh, umming and ahhing, basically saying, please hold it for me. Or whatever you said. Maybe it wasn't in those exact words. And in the end, yeah, you're like, nah, cold play actually or whatever. Yeah. And it was my first Meredith and you two had both been like, you've got yeah. to come and we'll go all together. And we we're going to do a live podcast there, which we did. We replaced Dave with two uh, 
Inferior. 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 Days. Days. So, so, so two people still couldn't feel my spine. No, exactly. no, that no. tiny tush. It yeah. just, but it takes up so much space it's in our like hearts. Like, it's like the yeah. TARDIS. They were very talented people, but uh, the tushes. You you decided <laughs> that Chris Martin and his band, the Coldplay, were even more. Uh, worthy of your time. And may I ask, was it excellent? Because I have seen Coldplay before and they're amazing. It was a great concert. Yes, it was. And also, I will say, it's not Coldplay that means more. It was my girlfriend's birthday that meant more and I took her along. Yeah, okay. That seems reasonable. Even as the cold-hearted single person on this podcast. You can respect that. I can respect that. But I do, I would like to publicly apologize for not being there. It's okay. And uh, it was a great time, I hear. Yeah, we had a pretty good time. Yeah, it was a super good time. The podcast is an absolute mess. Oh, yeah. I was real drunk. <laughs> oh, see, I haven't heard it back yet, guys. Yeah. So I'm not fully sure if we're even going to put it out. I don't is know if it, it feels like it would almost be a waste of everyone's time. You, nah. Is it genuinely unreleasable? It's just, no. I mean, we, we uh, an hour ago, we realized we had some, we, we could access some recording equipment. Mm. So we put out on, on um, some of the social media sites, anyone got any questions or whatever. And we sort of just went through them, and I interrupted people, and our guests, Kappa and Simon, talked way more than we did. Kappa was talking about anal babies. Oh, yeah, I do vaguely remember that. You're the so, weirdest I mean, part can about you really is... release a thing that talks about that? Even this podcast, I'm now thinking we might have to put in the bin, yeah. just because I said the words. Yeah, and there was context, but I don't really remember the context. I think he was saying men were delivering babies out their butts. Yeah, but anyway, I don't, I don't want to go back into that. Did, I don't want to relive it. Wasn't it based on qu- listener questions? Yeah, yeah. I don't was know one how of them we... about anal babies? No. Definitely not. But Kappa was there. Is I noticed, sort of noticed uh, many, many tweets uh, encouraging you to savage me when I wasn't there. So thank you very much, listeners. There was a little bit of that. There was a tiny that. bit of savaging. A bit of, bit of tiny tush stabbing <laughs> in, rather than backstabbing is what I was going with. Gotcha, right. Stabbing you in the tush, which is on your back, in a way, isn't it? In a way. It's your well back. <laughs> a conversation for the ages. <laughs> I'm not going to sing again. It is so hot in this podcast studio right now. You know what's ridiculous is that it's like 30-something degrees in Melbourne at the moment. Like, we're really, we're, we're hitting summer now. Celsius. This is high, like mid-90s in Fahrenheit. And I've just got a cold. Like, on top of that cough I've had for the last month. Oh, pardon me. Let me just ask for a bop. Health update, please. It, it, it's, it's pray for Bob. Pray, hashtag pray for Bob. Um, yeah, well, I hashtag just gave it to just you. Hashtag just health update. I just gave it to you. She's I'm, sick. <laughs> I'm sick. I have, it's a I, short tweet. What what a, a, what? I got a cough and now a runny nose too. I'm not happy about it's it. It's no good. And I'm so nervous about getting it off you. Please don't give it to me. I've got a very busy time coming up. I know. I won't. I'm not going to touch or breathe on either of Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I normally do. Yeah. My normal greeting oh. is to just come up and, and hug you and <sighs> breathe on you. <laughs> oh. I love it. It loves it, but I won't. I didn't do it this time, did I? Live for it. Your breath is mine. <laughs> hey, I mean, in the end, that's true. Really. That's true. I, ble- I breathe in sickness, not oxygen. Anyway, we've been probably we've been talking for a best. very long time, and yeah. we have a report to do. Yeah, so I'd, how I'd about love we to do it. Well, we don't have a report to do, Jess. Yay. I say smugly. It is uh, the beard himself, Matt Stewart's turn to report, and this is very exciting. Because this is this is the first listener voted topic. That's right. So, so Matt, do you want to explain how this works on Patreon if people contribute a certain amount? Yeah, but, uh, which is nearly everyone, because I think it's one of the lower levels. You I would, think you it's, it's everyone. It is everyone. Two dollars plus. Uh, then they, which is everyone. So no one's done the one dollar. Everyone's gone. Oh, oh every worth two dollars. That's nice. Every episode, I'll do a topic. I'll pick three topics out of the hat, put them into a. Uh, 
on, onto a poll website, send out the link. The votes came in so quickly, and I love this because I can see how long people take to choose. Oh, what, what are the stats on that? That's cool. Man, people did not take a lot of time. Oh, really? They were... Well, nearly everyone eligible to vote did. I think we, I think we were at, at that stage, we're at 60 or so um, voters. <laughs> Jess is in the corner blowing her nose because she is a sicko. <laughs> And she's trying to do it subtly. You heard her say that. Anyway, so something 60-odd people voted out of, I think, now there's... Did uh, 69 so. people vote? Because that is what I want to hear. Uh, then, yes. I'm we've back, actually capped our Patreon. That's a funny question. We've, we've capped our Patreon at 69 patrons. So, thank you, but we're, we're done. People took between <laughs> seven seconds and a minute 20. A minute 20? So that's someone a, really I quite had like, to think yeah, about it. Yeah, I like the I thinking. Like, I hope if you're listening, you know if you took seven seconds. And you know if you're bang. the minute 20 person too. Only the people who vote will know the two <coughs> losing topics. Because they go back into the hat. I don't want to necessarily give oh, yeah, them I away. think you should get rid of them. Yeah, that's cool. Because so Jess and I, we were actually told to we, not look. So we haven't. It, we yeah. Haven't yeah, you guys don't know what the three possible topics were. But the, those 60-odd people do. And so do I, obviously. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Was, it, was it a landslide? It, it wasn't quite a landslide, but there was definitely a gap between uh, first, second, and second, third. There was, we're clear favourites here. Excellent. And the winner, oh, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to ask a question about it. And as always, I ask the best question. Is Only the, the question... finest... Well-crafted question. Hand-crafted. Uh-huh. Is the question, which topic won the poll? No, it's going to be, have you heard of, insert no, no, topic be- title. No, no, it's even better than that. Oh, great. I think. I think, well, if that's your bar, then I've bloody surpassed it. I haven't even touched it with my big butt as I <laughs> flew over the high oh, jump bar. Or... I don't think your butt's big. You Do got like a... that sporting analogy, Bob? That works. Yeah. Because you Fosby flopped over. Yeah, I Fosby I was flopped. a year seven high jump champion, so. Wee, I was terrified of it. You were a flopper? I was good at high jump. Was... Everyone flops. You yeah. got a flop. You got a flop. It was an Aussie guy who yeah, was Frosby, like... right? Who yeah, that's right, flop. yeah. And then people told him that he was silly. Yeah. And then they all did his technique because they went, oh, actually, hang on, he's winning. They used to Superman it. They used to do all sorts of... They oh, used that to was split their leg. There was a scissor style. I was going to say scissor kick. Yeah. There was the, um, the low-flying... Duck. Yeah. <laughs> Could eat the ass out of a <laughs> low-flying duck. <laughs> I love that saying. It's a great saying. It means you're hungry, Jess. I know. I get it. And I haven't had dinner. I wonder Uh, why it was front of mind. It's a bit like how um, Usain Bolt before he... It means you're hungry, Jess. Like you didn't know that. Okay. I am really... I'm almost deliriously hungry and it's so hot. If it's 32 outside... I reckon it's 48 in this Okay, that's booth. probably hyperbole. No, no, no. no I reckon that'd be about right. You reckon it's 48? It's not 48 in Oh, here. get your thermometers out then. I don't have one. No, I've got to go well, up my butt. Is there like a... Lucky, lucky for you, right? Lucky. Is there like a menu log for instruments? We what? need a thermometer stat. Oh, Order. instrument. Gotcha. They bring it over. Not like musical instruments. Cause... Oh, no, you should have that as well. They also do saxophone. Can you can you get a thermometer and a ukulele? I feel like having a little a little bit... ditty. I mean, if co- they do instruments, they do instruments, right? Right. Don't bloody tell us your menu log of the instrument world if you can't bring a uke. Right. 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 And measuring cups. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, what, you're telling me you Kitchen don't even do measuring cups, which you can play as little drums. Or like the spoons. Play the spoons. Anyway, yeah, eating sorry. instruments. Yeah. Or you could, why haven't we started yet? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I feel funny. Uh, great, but not in a I funny feel way. pretty. Here's my question. Too much, Here's sorry. my question yes, to question. you guys, which is, a, which is a superbly handcrafted 
Like, the efficiency of this is majestic. I, I, I don't get the feeling you might be talking it up because the question's not there, is it? Is it I'm right? trying to think of a question. Is he yes. stalling? Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. What is the most battle-ready <laughs> animal? Lions. No. Oh, that's not a bad Camels. Suggestion. No. Elephant. Elephant. No. no. That's pretty good. They're good in a battle. Battle. Re- battle. Humans. Trick question. Kangaroos. Getting They're kind of aggressive, oh, armadillo? Ooh. That is... All right. Nearly all of those are better. Oh. And but... ar- armadillo, it's got, the, it's got the the cuteness. You're like, hey, what's this little thing? And if you turn on it, it's got the armor, but they also have flamethrower mounts. Wombats. Because they well, look kind of cute and fluffy, but they, they can really run and Continent they can hurt you. Continent-wise, uh, Jess is way warmer. Okay. It's one of ours. So it's not an armadillo. It's one of our, one of our guys. <laughs> one of ours. Uh, okay. Our animals. Oh, it's not going to be a platypus, fl- is it? Yeah, platypus. Platypi. Oh, that's one of my favorites. I'm They're a big cool. monotreme fan. Sure. <laughs> Who isn't? Yeah. Echidna? Yeah. No, but it, yeah, good monotreme. An They're emu. The, the it is an emu. An emu. An emu. Well, no, it's an em- emu. Emu. I know. You weirdo. I'm just being adorable. Are you trying to talk in a language that our Ohioans can understand? Yeah, an emu. And who was, wait, who was Which the other, emu. some other American wanted us to mention their state Oh, more. yeah. What Florida. Was that? Florida. Melbourne, Florida. No, there was another one as well. It was like, they're not just in Ohio. Crocodile guys. country. Well, oh, there's 48 right. others. We may as well start listing. <laughs> okay. Arkansas. Um, Jacksonville. Texas. Mississippi, Texas. New Mexico. Are we genuinely doing this? No, no I don't want to no, do this because I'm Abort. done. So, <laughs> emu. So, the topic's about emu, but specifically, a big <laughs> historical event in the Australian historical <laughs> society book <laughs> of stuff. Uh-huh. Look. Well, uh huh. In primary school, we all have to read that book. Yeah. I remember the biggest it well. Australian historical big book of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. They use big twice for some reason, but anyway, whatever. Uh, well, hey, it was. Quite large. It was a big event in the early 1930s. I'd never heard of it. The early 1930s? Uh, It was called the Great Emu War. Oh. Any knowledge of this? Dave is like a fat guy. I bet you've heard of it, Dave. I've heard of it, absolutely. Were the emus fighting the people? Were the emus fighting each other? Were the emus not fighting at all? Or was it it nothing to do with the emus? There's one very uh, brief question you can ask, which will help you find out all of this. Okay. Which is, Matt. Can you please start the report? Oh, oh is it, it do go on? Do go on, but Dave, what the fuck? fuck. It's like what's, he's it's like he's forgotten the name of our. He own missed podcast. one well, short I, podcast on a at a festival. Well, to be honest, do go on just isn't a question. That's why I didn't consider that. Uh, is, that's a good wait, point. Now, okay, hang on. Is please can you do go on a question? Or do go because you started it like that. You just said this, the last three words of your question could have been do go on. Anyway, we, what are we doing here, Matt? Like, Matt. Do go on. on. Fuck. <laughs> command. How about command? command? One short command. Do go on. Yeah, all right. There we go. <laughs> Tell me what to do. I love being told. <laughs> After the First World War, the Australian government struggled to find work for the for emus. Of emus. Oh, and I was kidding. And re- but also <laughs> left orphaned by the war. But also returned soldiers. Ah. Um, There's many it, parallels between return soldiers and emus. I think we'll probably find that. Uh, Long legs. Uh, weird faces. Well, I was going to say they all have <laughs> two legs, but that's probably not, <laughs> not true. true. Oh, no. <laughs> not the oh. emus. Oh, probably the emus. Yeah. you know, oh, oh, anyway. I, I might have been a one-legged emu. <laughs> oh, he'd have to oh, lean against a tree a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barry, can you go uh, get some food for me? Because 
I cannot leave the tree. Yeah, I know, Greg. You remind me every fucking day about the one leg thing. I haven't forgotten. I got you some food. Stop bringing it up all the time. Potentially, before we go on, we should, just in case uh, anyone doesn't know what an emu is. <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah, I think so. Good point. Because it, it's, uh, it's, it's the you, second tallest... What do you say? A shit ostrich? Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's the second. It's the second biggest bird in the world after the ostrich. Very similar in a lot of ways. It looks like a really scummy ostrich. Yeah, they look nowhere dirty. near as pretty. They got these gross faces. There's something kind of cute about. They've it. got some. Sometimes you can get good uh, looking emus, but it's very rare. Did you ever read the book? I think it was Edward the emu, or, and then there was Edwina as well. Oh, uh, the ballerina. Yeah. Oh, I think Edwina, Edwina the ballerina. I mean, the illustrator did a lot of favors for the emu. True. Emu and and they had big, cute cartoon eyes. They yeah. don't have those no, in they real don't life. At all. They got like these gross, Beady scummy eyes. And they <laughs> breathe with their mouth open. <laughs> yeah, they, like me they, greeting you. <laughs> they look like ostriches who, you know. Fallen on hard times. Yeah. <laughs> Lost a leg, lent against a got tree. A lot of, got into heroin. But they, um, <laughs> yeah, they could they crack, crack ostriches. <laughs> they're they're one of imagine that one of two uh, animals on the Australian coat of arms. Correct. The other one being, of course, the red kangaroo. Mm-hmm. The biggest of the. Do you kangaroos. know why they're on the coat of arms? Dave's gonna know. No, I don't know. You don't. I don't know that either, which makes me feel like this isn't true. It is true. <laughs> is it because they can't walk backwards? Yeah, they can't take a step backwards. So I've heard that, but then... That doesn't sound real. Why? Because Dave doesn't know it, and he knows everything. That's true. I'm you know, it wouldn't I, always, it... I always lose confidence in a yeah. fact if Dave hasn't heard it before. I have, yeah. heard, I have heard that. But um, you know what would make it even harder to step backwards? That's if you chopped off one of their legs. <laughs> can't, they can't, also can't step forward. Backwards. No, exactly. Just... <laughs> Forever stuck in time. And is that true? And oh no, the the false one is something about sharks can't swim backwards or something. What's that thing? They die if they swim backwards or something. They die if they stop. Wow, well, what are we? All right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to the war. <coughs> yeah, back to the war. Do the you mention war? the war? Uh, I will. Thank so you, you said it was just after the Second World War. People are coming back with no jobs. So the end of the Second no World legs. War, Dave. Not nineteen ninety. Nineteen nineteen. Even nineteen ninety. No, 1918. 1918, sorry. 1914 and 1918. That's right. Okay, so, um, and then 10 or so years later, the Great Depression hit. So, things are tough. And Australia's hit quite hard because um, they rely on agricultural exports a lot. You will 100% not believe this, but during the Great Depression, did, did have I told you that my great great uncle was the Prime Minister of Australia at that time. You have mentioned this and it blew my mind and I'd forgotten and I've blown again. Yeah. I don't remember that. That's amazing. What's James, his... James Scullin. He was Prime Minister during the Depression. Wow. My great great uncle. He that is not a good time to be a politician. No, he was like he was like, Oh yeah, Prime Minister and then boom, depression. He was like, damn it. Ugh. Literally People I think are within, gonna blame me for I stuff. think within the first few days of him being Prime Minister. Hey I don't want to It's a worldwide yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah but not good. I don't want to say I don't want to put down this great-great-uncle of yours, but there is definitely a correlation could be drawn between how many depressions we've had and how many members of my family, family have been prime, prime minister. minister. Also, Agreed. how great the depression is and how great-great uh, Jess's uncle is. <laughs> yeah. That's right. The further you go back, the greater the depression. Yeah, yeah. Jess's great-great-great-great-great-uncle mm-hmm. was prime minister during the great-great-great-great depression. Yeah. It's not good. I've got. A, I've only got a limited amount of data, but I'm pretty sure I can es- extrapolate those yep. facts. Yeah, I think Thank that's you. about right. Anyway, I do go on. All right, that's probably fair. Um, so, th- so the Great Depression kicked in. You know, about eleven years after the end of the war. I think about 
I think it was around 1929. Um, so things are tough, and particularly in Western Australia, um, where it, you know the climate's tough and that sort of stuff. And they're looking for there's so much space out there, so they're trying to use the space, and they're but also it, trying it, to give yeah. something to do to the, all these returned servicemen who are looking for stuff. So they they offered um, or they promised to give cash incentives to these ex soldiers to go start wheat farms in and in the in the desert basically in the <laughs> desert in the in country um wa uh wheat farms wheat farms oh. they were, in their mind they're like wheat wheat farms going to get us out of this trouble uh didn't turn out that way um and the you know the economic troubles brought on by the great depression hit, hit australia quite hard and the price of wheat continued to fall, despite the government going, mm. "Yeah, nah, I reckon wheat." Yeah, nah, I reckon if you bury the crops deep enough in the sand, yeah, nah, it's going to start growing. Yeah, nah. Even though the, even if it does grow, it's worth less you'd than. Feel so ripped off. The like, I feel like on some level you trust the government to understand these things, and when they go, and we're backing you with like cash. Uh. So, which they didn't come through with in the end. Oh, no. Lied what? to their return service. What, what, no. Well, they're just stuck in the desert with sand. A, a similar ha- thing happened uh, in recent times in Australia. There was um, the official word was uh, orange farmers get into Valencia oranges. Juice oranges. That is the future, right? I love this little rumour like the Prime Minister's out there going, <laughs> you know what I hear, Barry? Valencia, back Valencia. <laughs> yeah. Naval oh. is done. Orange juice, huge. Uh, and that, be it huge. tastes quite good. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> farmers ripped out their naval crops and put in the Valencia <laughs> ones, <laughs> and it was a dud tip. Oh yeah. no! Unfortunately. Well, and then so that's the thing I vaguely remember. May or may not be true. And yeah. the prime minister came out and was like, "Barry, you're an idiot. I said naval. I said naval. And orange juice has it's poisonous. <laughs> it's fucking poisonous, Barry." <laughs> The biggest cause of cancer. Oh, whoops. I, I told you it had the big C. You thought I said meant vitamin. I meant cancer. I meant oh, cancer. Oh, no, he did. He definitely did. I've got it here in the minutes. Yeah, look at that. I'm the Prime Minister. You can trust me. You can see here in the minutes. It says the big C, bracket cancer. <laughs> cancer. Not, not the not other vitamin. C. Not just C. I mean, this is all unspoken. <laughs> I'm reading between the lines. <laughs> well, I'm writing between the lines, between the lines. I mean, Barry, C is a and very versatile letter. And also between the brackets, so... It's a very versatile letter, Barry. See? It could... You see what I mean. Uh, we all see. Little joke there to finish it off. <laughs> now, uh, we'll catch you next week for our next meeting. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you very much. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> but I'm in a lot of trouble. No, Barry, I've closed the door and I don't reopen these. <laughs> Sorry. What a scene. Wow. Oh. And scene. Sink. And sink. And sink. Oh, I thought the C... Much better. We are too dumb for your humour. We're just a couple of C's. (laughs) Clarence. Clarence's. Clarence's obviously being short for the word that we don't say on this podcast very often. Anymore. Anymore. (laughs) Since I put in the rule. (laughs) Dave. Turned out Dave was a little... Anyway. We're being sidetracked so much so early. Little Clarence. You are a little Clary, aren't you? Bloody little Clary, but we love you. All right, good on you. I need to blow my nose again. Yeah, go on. Here you, you go. Can, I'll you just be behind Matt you. Matt will just start reporting. <laughs> just don't want to be right at the microphone, you know. Sorry, everybody. Please go on. The, so the wheat crop... No, hang on. Please go on. <laughs> Do go on. <laughs> oh, you really are sick. <laughs> In the head. Bloody fix yourself up, mate. You're a mess. So the wheat crops were tricky enough to grow and the... 
uh, barren conditions of the West, but things were made tougher by a huge horde of around <laughs> 20,000 emus. <laughs> Where the fuck? 20,000? Where do they come from? So um, there's a few different ideas about why um, these big groups of emus were attracted to the area. Some were saying because of the farmers and the fences they put up, um, it affected their normal um, travel route. Sure. You know, normally they go down the bloody Nepean Highway. Oh, straight down. Bung Take a, a left. left. They yeah. bung a left. They Thank you. They bung a left. They grab a pie from Sturt's Cafe. And they, they chuck a Yui. Stra- straight back on <laughs> the big open road. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean. And then, and supposedly maybe this led to their feeding habits being out, uh, out of whack. And then, you know, they've all like got a bit confused, but they found all these. And they accidentally formed an army. They formed an army accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Everyone got a rank. They all got a salary. There was a bit of a revolt. Captain Jones won. He's a new leader. But the I, dictator of the emus. But I also, um, I also read that uh, the emus were just heading on their normal path, uh, which would normally be to the coast. Uh, from the centre to the coast of Las Firsa. You know, that's sort of the yeah, between sure. the seasons. They mated honestly... and then they went, bam, we're off to the coast. They, head, they head to the beach. Yeah. They go to the beach for the Christmas holidays. They come back for term one. But instead, what they hit <laughs> were these new lands that had been uh, knocked down, cleared. Uh, crops of wheat were there, which they kind of enjoyed. Yeah. And big dams with water in them, you know, for the livestock or whatever. As hey, well. guys, we don't have to go to the beach. There's a swimming pool right here. Reggie Deej. Uh, so, yeah, so that's possibly uh, the reason. Probably more likely that that was the reason. And as well as eating a lot of wheat, they also um, turned out to be a bit of a pain in the ass because they forced large holes in farmers' fences, allowing other pests in as well. Oh, no. Other uh, pests like door knockers. Yeah. Um, Bloody hawkers. Hawkers. Mormons. Yeah. Mor- oh, so many Mormons. So many Mormons. Mormons. In the 1930s, Central Australia. Spreading good news. Spreading good news. That's right. They We're accidentally going. formed an army. Then there was a Mormon army. Yeah. And they took on the emus. Jeez yeah. Louise. So, well, Jess, don't jump ahead here. I know. Sorry. Let Matt tell the story. But we all know how it ends. <laughs> so the farmers were not having a great time, right? Their, their crops were being... Um, taken apart by the emus. So they got together and they informed the Western Australian state government of the issues they were facing, uh, which resulted in a meeting with George Pierce. I think he later became a Sir George Pierce. No big oh. deal. Oh. Any relation to you, Jess? Not that I'm aware of, but I will claim him as you cannot prove he is not. Oh. And his gig at the time was Federal Minister of Defence. Um, the meeting led to Pierce giving the Against go-ahead... emus. Well, not at, I mean, at, a, at that stage, it was really against uh, humans. But oh. yeah, the Mormons uh, mostly. He had to call his secretary. Hello, does my army fight animals as well, yeah. or am I just the human? Is that guy? my jurisdiction? Is there a different guy for animals? Do we do we, do we need to call a vet? <laughs> do we? Can I shoot an emu? <laughs> I would also like it if the vet's secretary's name was Yvette. You would like that, would you? I'd like that well, a lot. Well, then it is. I'd like it a lot. It is and that. it was. I'd like that. Oh, that's, that's a good. fact. Can I shoot an animal? Yvette, can I <laughs> shoot an emu? In the face, preferably. Don't ask why. I'm a private man. It's a private matter. I want you to go into politics. You'd be great at it. <laughs> First rule... Shoot something. But it'd be so good because it... First rule is shoot something. He'd have to wear a suit and he'd look like a toddler at a wedding, you know, where they wear suits oh. that are way too big for them. 
Let they couldn't possibly make a suit that size. <laughs> they they. Couldn't. Is that they what you're suggesting, there's, Jess? There's too much fabric in the world to make a suit that <laughs> my size. Or just he, yeah, the smallest pieces of you fabric. No, the you'd scraps. Have to, you'd have to get some sort of microscopic thread. Little tissues. Let's make a little jacket out of they tissues. Just, they just wrap me up in a box of Kleenex. <laughs> we, just, we just swaddle him like a little babe. He's a little babe. <laughs> if you squint your eyes, you can't see anything anyway. <laughs> So the meeting with uh, Sir, P- Sir Pierce, the uh, Minister for Defence, led to him giving the go-ahead to launch a military operation <laughs> no. involving a small group of soldiers from the 7th Heavy Battery Royal Australian Artillery Jesus. being drafted in to take on the emus. <laughs> to so take on the emus. It really feels like it went from zero to 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. guys. I know those bloody Turks beat us in Gallipoli, but there's no way we're going to be beaten by a couple of emus. Let's do this. Come it's, on. Uh, it's, it's actually 20,000 <coughs> emus. 20, what? 20,000? 20, 20,000. So. All right. Well, let's do it anyway. <laughs> We've already released the press release, I'm afraid. Uh, all right. Well. A vet. Gallipoli was a fuck up. A vet. Can I shoot 20,000 <laughs> emus in the face, preferably? Don't ask why. A vet. Uh, Hello? Hello, is this thing working? The battalion head over by sea, uh, landing off the coast by several miles. Why giving they have the to go emus... by sea? Look, um... All right, we're already in the same country as the emus. Well, the words just come in from Winston Churchill, who is the one that fucked up Gallipoli as well. Unfortunately, to they... launch the boats. The emus had the upper hand. They had the cliff... And they... <laughs> they landed at the wrong beach, and the emus were waiting for them with machine guns at the top of the hill. No, I think they I think they'd caught a train or drove over or something. Um got on a bus. Yeah, probably just caught a, a bloody bus. Just a V line over. Just jumped on the coach. Just a public just a public bus. Just caught the gun. The gun got the gun. The gun. None of these references make any sense to it. The gun's a big train. It's a big train. That goes across the country through the dessert. There you go. That's the gun. Uh, a V line's just like a like a fuck. This is gonna be this is gonna take forever. A um, uh, shit train. It's a shit train that goes sort of original area. The six two three is a bus that goes from like Malvern to you St Kilda. Sorry, I missed the start. You're going through all transport. No, just the things that I just mentioned. A okay, bus great. is like a large car. Okay, great. Yeah, you fit lots of people. Approximately fifty two. They're an average an size thing, bus. Right? Yeah, fifty two. But people often break the law. <gasps> okay. I don't know. Does fifty two include the driver? I don't think so. He's got his own special seat. Or she. Mad do go on. They were led by Major CWP Meredith and armed with Lewis machine guns <laughs> and approximately 10,000 rounds of ammunition. That's a lot of rounds. Well, that's not enough rounds. For... 10,000 rounds. Hang on, there's 20,000 emus. At this stage, though, I don't think they realise <laughs> oh, how many emus they All right, they guys, were. you're going to have to use one bullet for each every two emus. Try and line them up. If you could up, line them up, that'd be ideal. Literally two birds with one bullet. If you could uh, ricochet from one skull to the other, that would really help me out. And actually, it would look pretty cool too. Because if you can't do it, we're going to have to go hand to hand with the bastards. <laughs> Imagine trying to punch an emu. Have you ever punched an emu, Corporal? Yvette. Yvette, can, can you I? punch an emu? <laughs> Preferably not. Uh, ideally, ideally not. I mean, we're meant to. We took a Hippocratic vet oath, where we must. Yvette, stop asking so many questions. Okay. <laughs> So Pierce gave the go ahead for the operation on the proviso. We had a couple of um couple of <laughs> Man, I hope it's fucked up. Nah, it's not fucked up, it's just tight. It's just a bit tight. Oh. 
Uh, on the proviso, the transport of the troops would be paid for by Western Australia, oh. and the farmers would provide food, lodgings, and stump up the cash for the ammunition. So it's like, we'll let you do it, but we're not paying for any of it. So it's kind of like a low-risk thing for the federal Australian government. Yeah, it'd be pretty easy to distance yourself from that. Yeah. Should be. Um, the minister is said to have seen a bit of a silver lining in the deployment as he felt the emus would provide live target practice for the soldiers in peacetime. Ugh. Well, okay. I mean, I don't know if they f- would have fully prepared them for the for yeah. the Second World War later. None of the yeah. Nazis had such a big bulbous body <laughs> yeah. and, then and tiny pea heads. They moved like an emu. <laughs> they run really fast, don't they? Don't yeah, they're quick? really, really they fast. Quick, they? really, but, uh, really fast. The Nazis don't move like the emus at all. <laughs> this is not what I prepared for. They speak uh, German, they don't do this. <laughs> they don't do that, do they? What I noise does an emu make, Manny? Uh, I'm sure ah. <laughs> got, a, got a sickie? Ah. What are you up to? <laughs> oh, that feels mean to people who need cigarettes. <laughs> Just got to be the emus. Nah, fuck emus. <laughs> ah. Big dumb birds. They're the ah. dumbest. Oh, well, I mean, this sure. story doesn't so far. They also can't fly if we didn't paint that picture yeah. before. Ah. Big, big stupid birds with little dumb wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is also thought that the federal government were keen to be seen to be helping the Western Australian farmers as around this time a movement was growing for WA to succeed, secede, secede, <laughs> not succeed. Although we're still bloody waiting for them to succeed at anything. Nah, <laughs> fuck you, WA. Nah, look, they do all right. They're all right. They're around Texas. Of, they're they're huge. Th- they're fucking huge. They're a third of the coal country. Um, so there was, but there was a movement for them to secede and claim independence from the rest of Australia at that time. It was building up steam. So the federal government were like, "Look, we, let's help. Let's we, be seen to be helping them out." If you let them kill two emus each, that's one of their demands for some reason. Uh, did did you guys know about this movement in the 1930s about for WA, WA to, to try and break away from? I had no idea, Dave. Yeah, I think I think a couple of different states have tried to do it. This was this was the most interesting one. They actually got got it all the way to having a vote, so they had a referendum on it in WA. Wow! Uh, and, what, and it was the following year in 1933. So this is How after do you guys the, after the war or before the war? Emu war. This is. Uh, this is after the emu war. Okay. Or after the yeah the the, the bulk of the. Year. Well, if they let them kill a few emus, they reckon they'd probably calm down. What they've kind of percentage do you reckon? Do you reckon it got close? Close. Or how many? Probably sixty forty stay sixty stay. JP. Seventy thirty, just for a point of difference. Don't actually care. Sixty eight percent voted in favour of leaving. Oh. Oh. Hang on. Then really? why didn't they leave? They've left. You guys didn't know that they're not in Australia anymore. Um, despite this, I mean, they're still attached. Despite this, like clear, like that's a huge vote to leave. Like the Brexit vote was fifty-two or fifty-seven. Yeah, really close. Wouldn't it be cool though if like the if Australian they had referendum was and they'd like cut themselves loose and like drifted off into the ocean? <laughs> they just dug a big trench. They're like, Bye. just dynamited along that <laughs> line. I mean, it's a nice big flat line to do it on. It's a clean line, isn't it's it? It's a nice clean line. Yeah. What, Victoria's it's not, Victoria's the a weird, real jagged. I mean, it's a river. Yeah, know? it is. That's it's... what you get for having a river as a boundary. Which I think border. is quite nice. It makes it, it makes it very obvious. Just last week, I drove to New South Wales, and I knew when I was there, because I crossed the river. I was like, oh, river, I'm in New South Wales now. Because the river counts Presumably, New South Wales you were using well. a bridge. No. You were on a bridge. You didn't no, Birkin pa- Wills it. I parked get a car punt. and swam, swam across. Oh, no, they didn't get a punt. They wanted a punt. No, Old get... episode. I'm getting sidetracked again. Sorry. 
Camels drowned. Anyway. So 68% said leave and somehow they still, they went, nah, well, you're not that keen. Despite this, so the pain. British Parliament had to tick it off. The the Queen had to um, approve it as well. But they, I believe that would be king at a, the time. Like a couple of years later, they were like, um, we're not going to because also the Australian Federal Parliament would have had to have got it through both houses and they're like, it's not going to happen. So they sort of just went... Oh, uh, you know, let's just stop talking about this and hopefully WA will forget. I think that's probably what's going to happen with Brexit as well. Yeah, maybe, because that is what happened. In time, the WA, Western Australian economy improved and the movement towards secession People just forgot. ran out of steam. And now, like, it was, like, generations ago and we don't really even know about it. Who cares? Yeah, it's fine. I, I, don't, I vaguely no remember idea. hearing about it, but that's about it. Yeah, but that's because you were alive in the 30s. That is yeah, true. You led the revolt. Yeah, I'm like, can't go, I'll stay. And then what did the emu say? We're nothing without you. We love all your huge desert. So much of it. And your sweet surf beaches. I haven't been to WA. It's the only state I haven't been to now. It's really good. I'm going there in uh, January. Please come see me perform at the Noodle Palace. All right, great. Over around the late January. Check Check out your local guides. <laughs> check your local... <laughs> if you're in he, Perth. Assuming you're in Perth. Hear that, Ohio? <laughs> check your local guides for details of Matt's Western Australian show. That's Perth, Australia. I don't uh, want anyone Perth shy or in uh, Scotland getting confused. Sure. Okay. Where my Stuart family is from. Anyway, look, sidetracked <laughs> again. I keep splitting the party. The deployment of soldiers uh, set off to the troubled area of Western Australia on November the 1st, 1932. It was about... 250 k's or more northeast of Perth. That gives you a little picture in your head. And when they arrived, uh, many of the farms had already been smashed by the emus. Oh. And farmers were being driven from their properties. You couldn't be in, in what, my head. In I'm picturing house. like the emus going, you know, that episode of The Simpsons where the dolphins yes. drive yeah. the humans into the sea? Yeah, I'm picturing that. That's uh, creepy. What, what? So people are driven from their house? Yeah, the emus get in a car and get in, mate. I'm going to drive you from your house. <laughs> I'm going to drive you to the edge of your property boundary and you can't come back. No, you can stay there at the edge, but no further, no closer. You can go further. <laughs> Please. Jeez, that'd be a brutal... <laughs> well, that emu is heartless. They're making them st- stuck on the boundary. They're just walking around the property line. Anyway, weirdos, See, that, In that case, it'd be nice if the boundary was a river, hey? That's true. You could drown yourself. <laughs> is that what you mean? They probably should meant just have a dip. You, what, you're just thinking live in the river forever. No, it's just nice to sit by a river, isn't it? It is nice to sit by it, but you're talking about making them live forever in a river. I didn't say in, I said by. Can emus okay. swim? Can people swim? Well, look. Not in the 1930s. That's, that's a case-by-case thing. Interesting. With emus or people? Uh, probably both. Both. Bit interesting. Of both. Yeah. Very you interesting. can teach an emu to swim. Can, there, I've said that before. Is there a breed of aqua emu? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, wow. definitely. Yeah. Cool. They're called Seelemus. 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 <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> definitely. Saltwater emus. <laughs> yeah, they're bigger than the other ones. <laughs> anyway, the emus outnumbered the small band of soldiers by quite a, quite a margin. How many soldiers are we talking? A handful. One battalion. Not... Ma- yeah, sure, okay. Right, okay. That's a lot of emus to take A couple take hundred. On. No, less. Like... Uh, I think we're talking less than 100 by quite a while. So 99. 99 <laughs> or less, <laughs> to be specific. <laughs> hey, if we want to be specific, it's 99 or less. I think it's close. It's like closer to, it's almost single 
figures. I think it's a small, like it's a, a very let's small. Let's say a dozen. So like two soldiers have turned dozen. up. So Barry's turned to Morris and they've said, Let's name them all. Wow, we've got to kill 10,000 emus each with one bullet each. <laughs> Line them up. <laughs> Why won't they stay still? Stay still. Oi, stay still. Oi. Oi. I'm trying to shoot through you and, and 10,000 of your mates. Stand still. Are they, and are they attacking in formation or are they just going crazy? <laughs> yeah, flying yeah. V like Mighty There are little bunches. Um, and like, are they waiting until you're at the bottom of a hill and then they're like not rushing ne- down and then from all sides <laughs> and you're like, oh, we're surrounded. Oh my God. I, I'd say le- less. One comes charging in on the back of a horse. <laughs> the, the emu archers start firing arrows up the back. <laughs> they start firing them. <laughs> firing them. Firing the arrows. Fire the arrows. <laughs> Fire. Fire them. <laughs> Father, father, arrows. <laughs> father, am you? And we all lost our minds. I feel like it's so it's hot in here. And it's late, and I'm very tired. It's... I think I've got a temperature. <laughs> father, father, arrows. I think it was less like them attacking in formation and more that, that it was almost like they were doing the rope a dope sort of thing. They were they were leaning on the edge of the rope. They were leaning on the and waiting, and they were Taking absorbing fire. the punches or the bullets. <laughs> Hey, don't worry about it. If you lean on the edge of the rope, bullets can't hurt you. They just they go through you. They just shake through your bones. That's crazy. Especially if you're a a big flatless bird. So the the soldiers, dumb wings. The soldiers arrived in the area, and like always, there's a slightly different varying accounts. But some said they were just out of range, so they were pretty useless. It um they they didn't even hardly bother shooting at them. Others said they just were missing. They're shooting and missing. They they were ducking and weaving. Oh. The emus are so fast, they just weren't able to um, connect to Even them. with machine guns? Yeah. God. Um, <laughs> I think that someone is making excuses for being a poor shot. There are uh, varying, aff- uh, varying reports as to how these early uh, days of the offensive went, but the cons- consensus seems to be that the emus were uh, way on top. Wow. Uh, the soldiers realised they needed to take a more strategic um, view on how to, how to uh, get on top here. And after hearing word that a pack of around a thousand emus were heading we're towards marching. a nearboard, nearby dam, yeah, they were marching towards marching. the dam. Um, the Did they battalion... have an emu on the inside giving them information? Yeah, there was an in- inside <laughs> He's bird. He's whispering it into like a, a homing pigeon deer who would then fly across yeah. and be like, I've just been told that uh, there's a thousand on the way here, but if you cut them off by uh, Dodgy Creek Road. Well, that's pretty. That's kind of it. Um, only <laughs> Which... I think a human told them. And they, um... Which human? One of the farmers. Farmer. <laughs> Farmer. Farmer Joe has just said that the thousand emus are firing towards us. Ah. Towards the dam. And so ah. we must protect the dam at all costs. So that- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. 
upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I decided to go to the dam, obviously, because I could get there ahead of them, ahead of the emus, lion weight. And be ready for them. The Ambush. Cam- the Ambush attack. In the dam. Yep. <laughs> well, not in the dam, by the dam. Fuck it. Dave's it's not like even he doesn't listening. Listen. It's, it's nice to sit by a river. Yeah. To hide by a dam. Imagine if they were inside the dam, like breathing. You know how um, in action movies, I mean, often it's a, look, to be honest, Dave, like, like a, a piece of bamboo, yeah, they're breathing it's a bit there. Far-fetched. And then the they emu comes in, they come up and just cut the throat of the emu. <laughs> Dave, whatever, I mean, some of these scenarios you've said so far are a bit of fun, but bit, that is getting a bit silly. They're a bit wacky, aren't <laughs> This is a fucking emu war. What is happening? If we, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Could you take it a bit more seriously? All right, please? sorry. I'm so sorry. Several emus, I presume, are about to die. When the birds Wait, arrived, they opened fire. The birds The birds. Did. <laughs> 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 oh, no, they've got even bigger machine guns than us. Hard. A thousand, a thousand birds. Fire am- ready. Ambushed by machine gun fire. Oh. That's kind and, of uh, a, a small yucky. handful only was killed. What, so they still only ki- got a couple? They split up and they just go off in packs and they just can't. They're not, far, they're not fast enough to get, get them. The emus are just good. At being at, emus. Good at getting away. They're bloody, they make a fast getaway. I read reports um, that had come out at the time suggesting the emus... Uh, in each pack, had a leader, like a you know a big big bird leading them out, and a they brigadier, brigadier type. And they they stood out the front basically, and they were kind of acted like a a lookout, alerting the rest to when the soldiers were approaching. <laughs> they're playing oh mad God. Jack mad Jack Churchill style bagpipes. And it, but it, this is, so this sort of does suggest that they do have a bit of the emus were like no, pretty. They were being hunted. They weren't necessarily being. Malicious, or like they. No, were... I mean the emus were living in their own country. Yeah, who and they'd lived here for quite a while, long time. And then farmers all of a sudden came and fucked up what they were doing. Yep. Oh no. Oh, I just realised we're the bad guys. Yeah, humans. Oh no, it's nearly not... always the case. Not again. <laughs> it's always us. Fuck. Here I thought these were like crazy psychopathic, like horrible emus. No, they're just emus. Just going about their day. I thought that they like you know their ideology was death. No, they wanted to inflict it on humans. No, they weren't. They weren't even killing. They were just ducking and weaving. They're fucking emus. But they've made people leave their homes, man. How's an emu yeah, gonna kill I mean, you? They, they tapped on the door for, for months. Tapped it's on like, the door and said, "If you don't leave, we're gonna burn this house down." Yeah, it is a little bit like, "Come on, can we all live together in harmony?" Yeah, when they say that the emus are driving them for their home, it's just like 
just go out there and go shoo. Yeah, they probably looked out the window just, and saw one emu just, and went, pack the car, Barb, we've got to get out of here. <laughs> just go out and like bang some pots together and startle them and they'll run away. Yes. They, they don't need machine guns, they need a couple of pots. <laughs> That's what they needed. Fire. Fire the pots. <laughs> go away. <laughs> get out of here. Wow, a thousand of them just ran away. Genuinely, the <laughs> emus would have been like, this weight's pretty good. Yeah. Like but one. thanks. Thank you. Whose side your... are you on? Definitely the emu. Are you side. an emu? <laughs> I'm an emu on the inside. Scare we found him. them all. Dave, scare him away. Go on, get him. Get out of here, Matt. Go on. Go on, shoo. Matt, you've had your, your, your full. Come on. Did your mum used to hiss at cats, at stray cats? You go, Hey, Dave. No, because my mum was not some sort of witch doctor. <laughs> Dave, pass me that muesli bar. I'm really comfortable here. Oh no, he's settling. He's driving us from the podcast. Oh, no, hey, is that what? Is, what kind of bread is that? Is it made from oh, no. wheat? Oh, that is no. a wheat-free bread. Oh well, bloody hell! Oh, now nah, I'll take it anyway. Give it over. Give it over. Come on, mate. We're. I feel real good here. Can't we all be Can. friends? Oh, I love it here on your little farm. Can. I look. I don't want you to leave. But is it cool if me and nineteen thousand of my mates <laughs> Just crash, crash here forevermore? Forevermore. Cool. Really, the farmers were being a bit unreasonable, not letting 20,000 emus yeah. just hang out at, yeah, just, whenever they want. They're going to be nice. Hey, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Oh, they'd poo a lot, though, wouldn't they? We oh. poo. We poo. I think. So Major Meredith stated that each mob had its leader, right? And they keep watch while the rest of its pack Uh-oh. eats the wheat. So that they go nuts on the wheat, and there's an emu out the front sort of whistling, going, if they see something, they go, hey, Hey, boys and girls. So, are yes, you... see, boys and girls, emus. The whistling? The whistling? Genuinely whistling? Yeah, they'd whistle, right? And then they'd give a signal. If um, they saw soldiers approaching, they'd change the tune from just normal whistling to um, the land down under uh, Kookaburra sits in an old gum tree. <laughs> oh, shit. Run! Run! Yeah. Uh, that's the signal, boys. And they're just like going, just getting a little bit more weight, and they're tucking it into their backpack, and then they head off. So like they had a system in place, is what I'm trying to say, and that I thought was pretty cool, because you think of emus as being the biggest, dumbest idiots in the world, right? Yeah. That's what you guys biggest, think of. Biggest, dumbest idiots in the world. With yeah. Tiny dumb wings. Yeah, yeah. Crack, crack ostrich. But there's a couple of things that make you feel like they're maybe they're slightly less dumb well, than you think. They know how to identify a hit song and whistle it. As code, so that's good. That's right, and, and so be, be, presumably write the song before it even exists. Yeah. Because of these skills, I think the 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 kookaburra one is is quite old. Anyway, kookaburra sits on the old gum tree. I won't sing. Sorry. So, um, because of these sort of strategies, the emus deployed or employed. <laughs> they did them both. Uh, they they were able to outsmart the soldiers over the first few days of the battle. In fact, probably you you could argue they outsmarted them for the first nine days of the battle. That would be quite embarrassing. Yeah, from people that have just come from winning a world war. I mean, we played a little part in it. I don't know if you could say winning a world war, and now you can't beat the. the you ask the anybody Austria. in the world who won the the first world war? Australia, 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 Australia won. Wait, are you asking people, you know, at an Anzac Day march? Because that, you're going to get a different answer there. That's a good point. I mean, if you go and ask someone down at bloody, you know, Ohio, say uh-huh. Akron, uh-huh. on Independence Day. The entire 
famous tyre based town. I reckon you'll get an answer that something goes something like tire. USA. USA made tires. <laughs> you know the tires on the Jeeps? We made those. So oh, yes. we won the war. Akron, Ohio, baby. <laughs> and at the time you're you're also a baby. Oh. It's weird that the Akrons uh, address you by your stage in life, yeah. but that is how they do. That's what that they do. That is how they do. That's what they do, old man. That's what they do. Oh, are you doing an Akron at me? Yeah. I just got Akroned. I Akroned ya. Can't believe Dan it. Dan Akroned. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare take his name in vain. Now nah, go on. Good on ya. Uh... So after the first nine days of the uh, the war, there was very little success for the Australian army. But if you look at it from the other side, which people often forget to do, the emus are kicking ass. They are kicking ass. They'd lost a few a few good emus, but a few good birds, but um, but they got a lot of all, wheat. Got a lot of wheat. But a flesh wound overall to the um, the overall health of their crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this stage, uh, the war was called off. Basically, the Australian army's like they retreated. We White retreat. Flag. White done. flag, we're done. We're out. Um, Fuck this. Major Meredith declared that the emus were impossible to defeat. Oh, my God. Well, that is just pretty embarrassing. Just he put was, some, put he was, some poison. He was... Oh, qu- that's what you got to do. you got to poison the pellets. Come on. There's no pellets. That's like that's dealing with any pests. I should have opened with that at the top. No pellets oh, involved. Well, it's okay. a different story. And if they didn't put that in the press release, they'd look pretty silly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Meredith was quoted as saying, if we had a military division with the bullet-carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. What? What does that mean? I don't understand that at all. It basically means we, we, if we, we could, could somehow train these birds... <laughs> We'd, we could rule the world! <laughs> <laughs> and he, he actually spent the rest of his days uh, trying to teach... In a to shoot machine guns with... Limited success. An admirable effort. Is this true? No. Oh, come on, Dave. The guy sounds like a madman. He said they can. Person on the podcast. I'm embarrassed that you. He said they can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. (laughs) Well, that 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 sounds like a lie. I think it's just because they don't know what it is. They don't have armor like a tank, unless I've misunderstood emus for a long time. Or tanks. Yes, that's right. Tanks are actually covered in feathers, and can't fly, (laughs) much like an emu. (laughs) He fe- the, the Zulu warriors were like a, f- a fierce warrior, right? They were obviously... Mm. Yeah, in Africa. Because he, he says that the emus are like Zulus whom even dum-dum bullets could not stop. What? So I, I don't know if he's... He's saying like they're even better warriors. Than Zulu warriors. Famously some of the best ever. Okay. He's, I think he's uh, a is this a guy... I don't think he's a bit mental. I think this is a guy who's just been beaten by a flock yeah. of birds. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you should have seen oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that's what you think. You yeah. think it would have been easy. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, they're like <laughs> tanks and Zulu warriors. <laughs> yeah. And um, if they had gun ability, if they had trigger fingers, I mean, God help us all. <laughs> Honestly. Um, to be honest, you know, I reckon if we can, we should just kill ourselves because <laughs> there is no way we will stop them and they're coming for us they're coming for our jobs they're coming for our wives and our husbands <laughs> there is no shame in being beaten by the best 
I've said that before. <laughs> Was that after that, uh, that time I beat you up? Yeah, there's no shame in being beaten by the best. Beaten by the bop. This beaten old by... this hashtag a... beaten by the bop. Yes. This old report. Good. That's a good hashtag. Hey, go on, another old uh, reference. Remember where for a little while, um, Keen for Pain really took off. I've mentioned Keen for Pain today. Okay, great. And you and ignored it. I mean, the listeners will hear it. But I can't believe that. Over all this time, someone um, messaged me and said, equal opportunity, what about hashtag keen for bean? Oh, I don't like that. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, okay, so sometimes equal opportunity <laughs> is good and sometimes it's not. Well, well, some, sometimes I, it makes Jess feel uncomfortable. It's not the equal opportunity that I have a problem with. I just, like just don't like that combination of words. Yeah, there's someone... A, there's keen a, for bean. I don't like that. Anyway... Right. Thank you for equal opportunity, I guess. Some, I feel some remorse there. Hashtag beaten by the bop. Beaten by the bop. All right. No yeah. shame. No shame. Uh, the the report uh, back in the day also uh, quoted an emu hunter. And a guy, this guy was... Oh, ma- very good. All he did. All he did it's was It's Mick kill Dundee it. all over again. That's all he did. He was Mick Dundee, emu hunter. This is before he got into Crocs. Sure. <laughs> And he said, there's only one way to kill an emu. you got to skin it alive. I quite like this because he then immediately lists two ways. Brilliant. <laughs> there's only one way to kill an emu. Shoot him through the back of the head with his mouth closed or through the front of his mouth with his mouth open. That's how hard it is. What? what? So if you shoot it in its face with, or its the, neck, mouth, with the mouth or closed. What? Yeah. Hang on. Oh, but if you shoot in the back of the head, it will penetrate its skull, go through its brain, but if its teeth are closed, it will, its beak is closed, it will bounce backwards. It'll Somehow explode he- its head, I guess. It'll oh heal the brain on the way back out. Well, I think what happens is emus have such tiny, dumb pea brains <laughs> that you can shoot it through the head, and as long as the bullet has an exit point, yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, and uh, they, they do breathe through their mouth, like you said. Yeah, so and they're always they're going, always uh, So I'm picturing him, like, holding their beak closed. <laughs> and shooting at the quick, back of their head. He's blown his hand off multiple times, <laughs> which is hard to do, because really you only get one hand per hand. <laughs> one hand per hand. So I've always s- said that. <laughs> I've, I've always said that, too. It's funny that we've both said that, but, I mean, it makes sense, because it it's a universal truth. One hand per hand. One hand per hand. I've always said it. <laughs> Just as two. All right. Dave, have you always said that? Never said that. That'd be right. Say it. It feels good. Try it. One hand per hand. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. It sounded great. Yeah, I feel great. Good for you. A report. Have you have you heard of the Argus newspaper? Yes. Any historical report about Australia well, seems to reference the to the Argus. Yeah. So it was a big paper in Melbourne for a little while. Uh, a report in the Argus newspaper in 1932 suggests the farmers were not happy with the withdrawal. Uh, stating not happy that- with the withdrawal method. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, well, it's it works for summer. That's all I say. Well, all the, I say. the farmers were ahead of their time. They're like, can we honestly? Can we just stop just that? a condom or something? Is that what the withdrawal method is? It's pulling out before ejaculation, right? Look, I was trying to scoot around without saying it cleverly. It's before you splooge, you you remove. Is that it, Dave? Dave, Dave is that it? I can I can con- can confirm. I was about to take a sip of water and I'm really glad I didn't because that would have gone everywhere, much like the sploosh. <laughs> it's a real mess. No, I, much I, like. Uh, this episode is a genuine it's very sploogy hot. mess. Sorry. It is so hot. 
Uh, Much yeah. like <laughs> a cup of warm splooge. Oh, why is it in a cup? <laughs> Removal method and find a nearest mug or receptacle. cup. <laughs> a receptacle. Decant. Is that what you're doing? You're sort of decanting the splooge. Please stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't want to... You, also, you, who the fuck says splooge? I don't know, but it's fun. I don't reckon <laughs> it's, it's been said in a long time. I don't, think I, I don't think I've ever said that. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> I think I have either. Splooge. It's got oh, like it really. So it's great. got like it's pictures. Of, yeah, it's visceral. Much like. Is it? Is it on a matter pike? Yeah. Splooge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Only on Boxing Day for Dave. <laughs> when is urethra as Stop it! biggest? That's one for people listening a couple of weeks back. All right. Look, you don't have to explain <laughs> everything, Matt. Move on. Oh. A report in the Argus newspaper in 1932 suggested the farmers were not happy, stating they were alarmed at the Defence Department's decision to recall the machine gun party, which they thought had been starting to eradicate the emu pest. The settlers state that after overcoming preliminary difficulties, as in not being able to shoot any of them, the gun party had begun to make an impression on the ravaging hordes. Ravaging hordes. That's, a, that's as the, it was reported at the time. The decision to bail led to the to much ridicule for the minister for De- defence, um, and he was started to be pejoratively referred to as the minister for the emu war in parliament. That's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, so he, he became a bit of a joke. Yeah. Not only did he start a war against the emus, he he didn't finish. Well, the I war. mean, it, it, I probably I imagine if they went in and just took him out. It would never have been referred to as a war. It was only referred to as a war as it became a, right. like a fair fight almost, like a battle of two equals. Well, no, one, one was more, more equal than, than the other. other. Yeah. These birds, if we if we could arm them, we'd rule half of Russia. So, yeah, you start putting like jetpacks on them, and <laughs> they can now fly as well. They fly. They're one weakness. <laughs> I would love to take a bird, a flightless bird, like a penguin in a plane. Look, mate, you're doing it. You're doing it. Oh, <laughs> that'd be nice. Just, like, just put his head. So imagine if you were in another plane and you looked over and there was just a penguin looking out like the window, sitting in like economy. Oh, <laughs> I'm not a flightless bird. And then he gives you peng- like a, that- <laughs> gives you the forks. The, the forks. What is a penguin? The, ping- the penguins have. Yeah, no. no, it's got a flipper in it. It flips you off. Yeah, it flips, flips the bird. That's where it comes from. Oh, wow. That worked really well. Thank you very much. Pierce uh, <laughs> started to have pressure built against him from the farmers, being like, come on, mate. You're making some real inroads there. What are you doing? You can't leave us now. I reckon we got them. We got them where we want them, on the ropes. And he's like, nah, they want, they want to be on the ropes. They're roping doping you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they but love he, the rope. He succumbed to the farmer's pleas, and only two days later, he uh, <laughs> after he first cancelled the, the offensive... Cancel the cancel. He cancelled it and ordered a second offensive. Wow. Two days. So this is a guy who is pretty bloody... He's flipping and he's, flopping. He's a decisive um, uh, He's roping and doping. Uh, it is estimated that the first offensive was able to successfully kill about 300 of the, uh, the 20,000 birds. I don't know. What does that work out as a percentage D-dub, Mr. Maths? Like 3%? 3%. Not a, not a great amount. Um, hmm. Or is it less than that? I feel like... A, oh, I think it feels must be 1.5%. Anyway, look, because of the 2. <laughs> the 2 in 20. 
Anyway, look, we're getting bogged down in maths. Come back to me. We're not going to hear Dave for about 10 minutes. He's going to be working this one out in his I'm head calculator. I'm going to go back to the corner and blow my nose. So you just oh, keep great. talking. Well, this Nobody is going to allow me to get through a few uh, paragraphs here. This, <laughs> Finally. <laughs> the second assault had Major Mer- uh, Meredith and his troops again opening fire on the big dumb birds, eventually ramping it up to killing around 100 emus a week. So that was sort of at the peak. But the mi- mission was again called off in December 1932, You know, around a month after it began. Major Meredith estimated that all up they killed about 986 emus with their 10,000 rounds. Or just so that's about. 5%. Ended up being about 5%. My math doesn't fully uh, add up there with the 100 a week. So it was obviously, you know, that all rotated. Jess is very close to my head with her sickness. And I do not appreciate She's breathing on Jess, me. Jess, get back in like your a bubble. Maniac. Get back in your protective bubble. You bloody... I was going to... My bopple. I was just going to read... <laughs> the bopple. Get her in the bopple. I was going to read the next sentence with him and it's oh, going to be real funny. Oh, sorry I fucked that little bit of fun. Yeah, you fucked it, what you big jerk. fuck. You big old fuck. Major Meredith estimated that all up... I've already said that. So they've killed... You would have helped you know, me out. Me, you yeah. said that they've killed a thousand. Is that about? They've killed about a thousand with about... So in the end, they killed one in... One in... T- one in twenty. But in terms of 10,000 rounds, 1,000 emus, that's one in 10. That's not too bad. It's not great, though. But one in 10... They're pretty big targets. They I are. I could, I could but also, one in 10. Assuming that they used all the bullets. Well, that'd be way Well, yeah, they, they did say they used nearly all the 10,000 oh, Wow, bullets. okay. Wow. Uh, on top of this, he Meredith also claimed that approximately uh, 2,500 birds had died as a result from injuries of the war. Which uh, obviously probably equates to long, slow, horrible deaths. Oh. Don't you think? Um, you'd, yeah. They'd be, and how, yeah, I don't know how he's estimating all this. They're small teams going, yep, oh, I reckon, look. How many did you kill? Oh, about 100? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Extrapolate. <laughs> yeah. If round, we all no, killed just, 100 each. They rounded up. You know I like rounded numbers. Yeah, so 100 rounds up to 1,000. Yeah. 1,000 rounds up to 10,000. That's 50% of them gone. They're done. Just, I, you'll never see an emu ever again. No. Nah. They've ex- they're, they're I assume that now. emus are extinct. Yeah, right? they're done. Ah, uh, no. But oh. apparently, word of uh, word of all this got back to England, places like England and stuff, and they were animal activists were unhappy. You kill, they're killing the the. Uh, I was going to say limited numbers, limited edition, limited edition emus. God only made forty of these. But the whole point of it is because there were so many. Yeah. But anyway, like, I'm not saying kill them, but I'm just saying they would certainly weren't endangered and still aren't. It just well, could have been nicer ways to go about it, I think. Yeah. Um, but can you think of a nicer way? Yeah, yeah dynamite. Just ask them. <laughs> ask them to go away. I reckon, yeah, just go, look, to be Bang honest. Bang some pots. Yeah, so you reckon a bit of pot banging, failing that, a bit of negotiating. Yeah. A bit of a treaty. I reckon just farm something they don't want to eat. Toads. Toads. <laughs> Cane toads. Poison. Farm some toads. Farm some poison toads. Valencia oranges. Valencia oranges. Juicing oranges. No, no, no. Now, Barry, I swear, next season, (laughs) they're all the rage. Louis Vuitton loves them. (laughs) Not even the Amy's will touch them. (laughs) Loving them navels, though. Gary Gary went against the grain of of wheat, which everyone else was going, and he grew... Navel oranges. The Amy's, yeah, that was quite a booming trade. (laughs) Anyway, we're nearly done. <laughs> Great, I'm Emus, so hot. Emus don't like hand <laughs> hand fruit. Hand fruit. Mm. What kind? What's 
What? They're foot fruit types. But yeah, they prefer something like a big one, like a pineapple or a coconut. They don't something know. With oh. a, something with a bit of challenge. So, yeah. Something you don't just hold in your hand Yeah, and eat. hand fruit. Have <laughs> you never heard the phrase hand fruit? It's a dumb phrase. That's not a thing. Yeah. A hand fruit. Hand fruit. Apple, banana. No, I understand. As opposed to just, like no, a, no, just, a I don't knife think you do. As opposed, <laughs> as opposed to something that requires fruit. a bit of imagine, preparation. Imagine a fruit that you can hold in your hand. Mm-hmm. That's a hand fruit. Banana. Peach. Oh, hand fruit. That's a stone fruit. They're ones you eat with a stone. Yeah. With your you hand. you got to smash them with a stone with your hand. So it's a hand stone fruit. I eat fruit. pineapple with my hand once I've cut, all, cut yeah. it down See, to little bits. The prep, the that's, prep. A, that's a nice I fruit. hold the fork in my hand that's and a, I stab the pineapple. Oh, interesting, Dave. God. I need a ruling on that one. I'm going to have to do some maths on this as well. Okay, we'll talk to you in half an hour. Crunch the numbers, Uh, There won't be a half an hour, I'm afraid, you guys. (laughs) Despite the problems encountered with the cull slash war, the farmers of the region once again requested military assistance in 1934, 1943, and 1948. And each time they knocked back, yeah. They said no. So what was happening? They were just getting bigger and bigger, the army. Of emus? Yeah. The emu army. (laughs) Is Is it multiplying? Is it still going? Is there like 40 million emus out there? Yeah, yeah, you can't actually they see the ground. People. Have you seen a satellite image of uh, Western Australia? You know how it's kind of that emu grey colour? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's because that of the emus. Oh! I thought that was just, thought that was just if trick you, of the if eye. If you go for a walk in WA, are you walking along the backs of emus? Yeah, you're about six foot in the air. Wow! Yeah, yeah and when that they... A, that's a bit tall. Because <laughs> you're probably on their back. Yeah, but, not on their head. but you'd be more than... Yeah, that's true. You so, know, yeah. You're about six foot tall, so you'd probably be like... You know, ten odd. Ten foot. odd. Odd ten, ten odd foot. You are oh. a bit odd. And when, grunt. Is that a thing? No, when no. they had the... It's a Russell Crowe band, I believe. Oh, no, that's 30 ten. odd foot of grunt. Oh, 30 odd foot. Bloody hell. He's huge. He has got a lot of grunt, that man. And a lot of feet. God bless Australia. Am I right? <laughs> New Zealand. Take the right. Kiwi, yeah. Right, we'll great. take him. I'll, I'll bloody take him. God we take everything from New Zealand. After he won the Oscar award for some sort of a thing... Gladiator. He goes... What was it? He, he read a little poem he wrote... He goes... Um, I love a sunburned country. Some, he goes something like... Um, uh, there was movement at the station. Thank for you. The for, word had passed There was around. something like, thanks a lot, New Zealand. Uh, uh, God save the Queen. God bless America. But thank Christ for Australia. Oh, and that is when oh. there was not a dry eye in the house. He, me- he melted. You know, there were there was moisture um, coming from all sort of orifices. All of them. Oh, the withdrawal method was very popular that day. Butts were weeping. Yeah. I'm, uh, mainly the eye orifice, obviously, but um, <laughs> Jesus, also hey, the, yeah, well, so you, the mouth and sure, the Sure, we could, we could rank them. We could rank them if we wanted there to. Were, there wasn't to. a dry butt to. in the house. There was not. There was something going around that day, and it was nasty. <laughs> it was making whole... people feel quite sick in the stomach. <laughs> that poem made me poo myself. <laughs> you guys have made me start doing poo jokes. I don't yeah. like it. Yay! Matt, I loved that. Best part of the podcast. Uh, all right. Anyway, in the years since, emus have continued to prove annoying to the farmers. But they um, won the war. They won the war. Fuck. They're undefeated. That was their only war they've ever Good been on. in. They didn't, two even, wars, they didn't really. even mean to get in it. If we'd called up America for backup, then maybe we would have finished them off. Well, yeah. They would have nuked them. They would have brought over the ostriches. Oh, from a, where are ostriches from Africa? <laughs> nah, no. America's got them, I reckon. Yeah, they probably do. They've bloody got everything. Call up the San Diego Zoo. How many ostriches have they got? Two? We'll I take reckon em. they would have rolled some Ohioan tyres at them. <laughs> this will confuse them. <laughs> There's only three ways to kill them. Yeah, are just like, what the fuck is going on? They head back to the sea. Where they... <laughs> Where, where they're presumably they're from. Yeah, they got great necks for it. <laughs> yeah. They can 
<laughs> I can go pretty deep. Yeah. What is happening? There's only two ways to kill an emu. Uh, shoot them in the back of the head with the mouth open. From the face. Or roll a Roll time. a time. Specifically from Ohio. Akron, ideally, if you can. <coughs> uh, Akron's my brand. I've always been an Akron man. I love people to send in some Ohioan facts so I can build on my knowledge. If you've got some Akrons on your car, send in a photo. I'd love to see some Akrons. It's uh, not even a thing. Tell us if it's a thing. Yeah, possibly a mismemory. That's got to be a mismemory. Pro- a mismemory. Is Akron a real place? It's been probably not it's in Ohio. It's a great name if it's not. I reckon Akron, Ohio is definitely a place. If it's not, But you say it's a good place. Should we found a place called Akron if it's not real? Yes. Yes. We'll build it. We'll build it on can a tire I, can industry. I be the I'm treasurer. so close to the end of this report. Okay, let's finish so I can go home. <laughs> um, so in the years since, the emus have continued to prove annoying. Um, sure. And farmers—they're really bad at puns. farmers have attempted, <laughs> and governments have attempted other uh, solutions, including they erected a huge emu-proof fence. Like <laughs> you better say, a huge emu monument to appease the thousands of emus. <laughs> All right, we killed a few of you. Here's a memorial. Stay the fuck away from the wheat. <laughs> And didn't yeah, work. didn't work. A no. big fence. Well, big they, fence, well it doesn't have to be that big, does it? Because they can't fly. No, nah, but they've bloody got a great leap on them. But just make it like a, a bit taller than them. Is it, is it an emu? <laughs> an emu high Sorry, fence? Sorry, we've we got to finish this. I've got to email the government. <laughs> what, they, they accidentally built a 100... Dear government, stop. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that. Stop. But I'm in the rhythm of it now. Stop. stop. Okay. Were you implying, Jess, that they built a 100-foot-tall fence? Well, he said it was really big. The emus will never get through this. <laughs> well, they won't, but they probably could just cut it down a bit. Yeah. They're just like, you know, that, you know that leader emus out the front whistling and stuff? He's also really good at lifting fences up, and he's just going, <laughs> waving them under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just nonchalantly whistling. And that's them um, fluff, 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 fluff. Yeah, that's the noise they make, isn't it? Yeah, they fluff their way through there. Splooging. A splooge of emus. That's the collective noun. Oh, God, a splooge of emus just got through my defences. Quick, wire the governor. Um, We didn't didn't, uh, even um, give credit where it was due at the top of the show as to who suggested Ah. this topic we put in the hat. I'm going to assume it's an Australian. Dr. Splooge himself. (laughs) You'll remember this guy, potentially, because he's had one through before. He also suggested Captain Jack... Oh. oh, that's two in a pretty recent. Yeah, his name's Steve at Chardes. No, oh, no, Chardes. I would never forget Chardes. Oh, awesome, Steve! So, thank you. You are two from two, my friend. What are, how about the luck of being drawn out? Twice, of a yeah. big, it's become a bulging hat. It's huge. It's, that's very cool. It's also, like, both obviously all the topics we do are great, but two great suggestions, Steve. Um, the hat is in. so big an emu could not get in. It's an emu no. proof or hat. Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because there was there one is an accident. emu slowly starving in there. I will not help it. Nature will take its course. It's not starving of ideas though, because there's a lot of bloody good ones in there. <laughs> oh my I god! I can't feed my family ideas, Matt. <laughs> Shut up, emu. <laughs> Shut up and bloody just enjoy it. Hey, enjoy the knowledge. They're all, but I mean, just having the idea isn't enough. I mean, we don't give him any access to Wi-Fi in the hat, so... So he just... He they're just like, what, words, is, yeah. what does the yeah. emu war mean? Yeah. I should, shouldn't I know about this? Oi, Dad. Do you know anything about pa. the emu war? Fa, father. 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 I rise. Father. Are you done? I am done. That's the end of the report. That's so so very good. Chardes, Steve, you've done it again. Slow clap for you, mate. 
I appreciate that. That was a. That was really cool. I have heard people speak of the MU once. I was in Newcastle in a. I don't remember where I was when I heard about the MU war. Oh, you never forget. At a Chinese takeaway. No, Indian takeaway. Oh no! Sorry, I'm not a liar. I'm a liar. Sorry. Why are you lying? Why would you lie to us? Right to our faces. Dave, I thought we were all friends. I consider you guys like family now. What a low dog. I'm sorry, Sade's. Anyway, great topic. Now, great the, report. Great. And we've also got to thank the people of our Patreon supporters who brought you this episode with their support and also voted for that topic. Yeah. Great choice. Good job, everybody. I can well, only assume uh, that the other topics were not as good because we trust you to pick the best. Yeah. They, yeah, and they, they, uh, they jumped on this one in a big way. The other two topics, I can't tell you what they were, also great topics. <coughs> the kangaroo war and the <laughs> koala war. Yeah. But we'll get to them, maybe. Who knows? Well. Who bloody knows? I'm going to sneeze again. <coughs> we also Sorry. would like to <laughs> remind our uh, already Patreon supporters that our Christmas cards, if you're listening to this on the day the episode comes out or the day after, which is December 15th, this is the final day, December 15th, to support the Patreon in order to get a do-go-on Christmas card sent to you wherever you are in the world featuring my toe print and a message from Matt and Jess. You got, oh, you're not even going to put got, a message you're in. You're not going to write it? You're not even going to put, like, sign DW? What does the toe say? Everything. <laughs> thousands of words. Sure. A toe print is a th- thousands of words. Are you words. worried somebody could, like, get your toe print and then clone you? I'm worried that they'll break into like bank vaults of the future where everyone has to scan their toes. Yeah, sure. Well, let's just just like uh, let's and set up your bank vault with your tongue print then. Okay, and I'd also like to say a little stipulation: if you are a member of the Pink Panther robbery group, you are yeah. not allowed access to my toe. How would that happen? How would you know? There's no way you could possibly know that, Dave. I just know. I'd, I'd be honoured if uh, the, a member of the Pink Panther robbery group uh, saw your toe. As would I. I imagine. I'd be honoured by that <laughs> somehow. <laughs> You'd be honoured for my what toe print. What an honour. What an honour. That'd be so honourable for us. Hey, uh, this is the time of the episode where we get to um, d- direct our gratitude more mm-hmm. specifically to a couple of our patrons. Yes. Pachons. Pachons. Uh And I'd like to uh, kick us off here by uh, giving my deepest uh, condolences uh, and gratitudes, because um, he's having a tough time, possibly, sure. uh, but a really good guy, and I think he's coming through it pretty well. Great. Pretty, um, pretty hard. He's almost got one of those names that makes me feel like he's made up. He's like, he's got a superhero's alter ego name. Cool. You know, the alliterative name, alliteration type Yes. Oh boy, it is. Have we said it's hot in here? It's so hot. I should not be wearing my Santa outfit. Yeah, it's weird that you are. But, but we did just do the photo shoot for the postcards, guys. So photo it's going to be pretty. Photo shoot is a loose term for what we just did. I mean, we shot some photos. True. We shot. We some shot some hoops. emus. We shot some emus. Great. Through the head. But anyway, this. But guy, the mouth was open, so they lived. It was really bizarre. Also a also a superhero in his spare time, but a great guy and listener. He listens while he fights crime, I believe. Emus. The he man, fights emus. Josh. Jones. Oh, Josh Jones. Oh, Josh Jones. Yeah, you're right. I've heard of right. him. I've heard of his his superhero character. Matt, can you tell us what his alias is? Which superhero is Josh yeah, Jones? Yeah, who's Josh Jones? Uh, Josh Jones, yeah. He's a uh, nighttime baby boy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what does he pretend to be a baby at night? And then when when uh, crime gangs try and rob banks, he's inside the vault and he goes, wah, and takes him out with the power <laughs> of toddling. He punches he him in the face out. and he goes... Suck on that, dummy. 
Suck on is, that dummy. Which is yeah. like what we would call pacifier. Pacifier, yeah. Are you pacified? Because he's bilingual. He can talk both Australian, <laughs> and American, English, and American, and Scottish, and all the Brits. What's he British say ones. for the Scottish one? Uh, we dummy, you fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, that's Australian. That's, a, that's Australian we and We dummy, Scottish. you fuckhead. Fuckhead's um, probably more Aussie. I hey, think. Josh Jones has got a lot of gratitude, and that's great. Good on you, Josh Jones. You know who else deserves a little bit of uh, gratitude? Is it? I have a funny for this, Jess. You've been building up to this for a while, but you can thank me off here, mate. Thank you. No, I appreciate you trying it. You're going to do it in front of everyone, but I don't need that. I'm not the kind of guy who needs public adoration. Um, Matt, and... it's really hot in here, and I want to go home. Cool. All right. So I'll thank that, you. That was the opposite time. of gratitude. <laughs> yeah, I'm... be gratitude. I'd have gratitude towards you if you shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I'd be grateful if you just piped out. Okay. Um, now, this person, I feel like uh, in her spare time slash her retirement in the future, she's going to run a really successful boutique florist. I'm starting oh, to think this did... isn't me. Are you doing predictions? Well, Matt did, and I wanted to no, say Matt, something. No, Matt talked about what this guy currently does. You're talking about someone's future. I love you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you've got, in the future. You're tapping into... But I'm also worried that like she'll be like, what the fuck? Well, I'm not going to do that. But I, I mean in a nice way. I think that's a really lovely thing to do. Floristry. A really cute boutique florist. Oh, I'm so into that. And like she does, really, she makes a good living from it. Like she's very comfortable oh. and she's sort of known in her community. She's the best. And she has the best time. And that's obviously Janine Stephen. Yeah. You know? Oh, Do you just see that for Janine? I need to name her. I know, and I, knew, I know you knew who I was talking about, but our listeners don't necessarily know. So I just thought... Janine Stephen. Janine That's Steven. a good name. Mm. We surround ourselves with good names. <laughs> making such a mess here. Okay. There we go. Janine Stephen. I'm going to say that over and over as I go to sleep tonight, because I think it's really soothing. Janine Stephen. Guys, you know what I love? What do you love? When someone is so great, they have... They demand not one, but two first names. Yeah. Janine Stephen. <laughs> but then somehow, single-handedly, top that name somehow uh-huh. and just pick the two best male names I've ever heard and have them in one combo. All right. Okay. Think of, the, think of your two favorite names. Yep. Yes. Gary Johnson. Okay. Close. Jess? Christopher Walken. <laughs> Walken is the first name. I mean, Johnson is the first oh, name also. What? We both fucked that pretty badly. <laughs> what about what about if Dave I call, Matthews? I just want to say that Dave Matthews. You can't call a kid Matthews. <laughs> Dave Matthew, Matthew David. It would be great if Craig, I call... da- Craig David. Yes, I'm walking away. I heard someone said. I'm oh, sorry, Jess, but someone <laughs> said the other day that they once heard of a guy who had Craig David beard syndrome, where what? he could only grow his beard. In the manicured formation of the Craig David beard. Wow. That doesn't... That's someone lying to me, I'm realising now. (laughs) That is someone who is too embarrassed to say that they shape their beard. No, I'm talking about the two best names. Also, imagine if I called my kid Walken. Walken Warnicky. Oh, that's (laughs) Is a great name. That's cute, actually. I would like to say a big thank you to the love of our lives. I think it's it's fair to say we can announce this. Wowza. Grant... Travis. Grant Travis. Say it, say, good... it, say it a couple of times. Grant, Grant Travis. Grant Travis. It makes you feel good. Grant, Grant Travis. Grant Travis. Grant Travis. That is. Grant Travis? Grant Travis. Grant Travis. Oh. Travis. It sounds like a oh, word that means Oh my God. I've just like looked at where Grant, Grant lives. Oh, Akron? Fuck, that'd be amazing. Aberdeen. Oh, Scotland. Scotland. That's awesome. So it's more like Grant. 
He'll understand what I Travis. meant when I said suck on that dummy, fuckhead. Sorry. Yeah, Grant, that was for you. you. Suck on the weed dummy. Oh, no, I'm not. No, we've no. Lost Look, it. I've got, and I know that's probably on, on the surface offensive, but my great-great-grandparents were from Scotland, <laughs> so I, I think I have a right. Well, I don't know that you do. I think I have a right. <laughs> okay. I own that country. Wee lassie. <laughs> No, I love it over there. Great place. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Beautiful. I was Beautiful there neck of the but a few months ago, as was Dave. You were there but a few months ago. <laughs> and I would, so it sounds like you were there every time except a few months ago. I was there but a few months ago I wasn't. Oh, my but God. But I'm, I'm back there now. You both knew what I meant, you fuckheads. I don't think Grant Travis knows <laughs> He's having a good it's time. It's so hot I'm melting. So thank you to all our Patreon supporters. We absolutely nose. love you. <laughs> Uh, you can get involved. The Christmas card offer. If you want one for Christmas by Thursday, December 15th, you have to sign up. Uh, we'll send that out to you. It's going to be a lot of fun. But re- And remember, you can request no weird toe print. No, I'm going to say that you can't request because it is way too hard to tr- keep track of. Can I ask? No, I think you can o- only if you request it. You've got to put it in writing. And Otherwise, you wanna... you're getting it. Like ASAP. Yeah. Get on um, there. We're sending them. Some clarification, because we are listened to internationally. Yeah, in Aberdeen. Time zones. Does it have to be by the 15th from where they are? How do we figure that out? Uh, make it 14th just to be safe. What? 14th. No, no, well, so today. Hey, maybe now. we'll be a little bit. Now. now. Yesterday, right now. your time. Yesterday, your time. <laughs> Sign up. <laughs> no, good on you. Uh, have we cleared that up? Right. Australian Standard Time yesterday. Okay. Okay, you got it. We're like really far ahead of a lot of the time. Look at the sun, and if it's up, you've missed your shot. You've missed your shot. That's the rule. That's the rule. Oh, but guys, uh, well, we'll start linking to the live show that we weren't going to talk about. That I'm really sorry Just about that. Dropped the bombshell. Naga was secrets. <laughs> we can't trust him with anything. I told it's him. It's like pin- that time when. Um, no! Oh, I was just going to say when. Don't tell you the, my pin number that I just trusted you with. Dave's pin number is no, Matt. Seven. Oh, no. eighty. Shut up. Oh. Uh, no. bo- Bovril. Ah. 780 Bovril. <laughs> That's a cool name for a show. 780 Bovril. Welcome back to 780 Bovril. That's sick. I think I was thinking about Billy Connolly because of Scotland and Bovril. he used to do a bit about Bovril. He did used to do a bit about Bovril. Anyway, what are we doing? I need to go home now. I have to get up. In you two have to get, wherever you're listening, you have to turn this off and go home as well. You can tell your boss you quit. Yeah, I think that's only fair. Uh, Wrap this bad boy up, Davey boy. Uh, get in contact with us, of course, at Do Go On Pod for all the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook account. Do Go On Pod at gmail.com. We're on the Patreon. We'll be linking out to all that kind of stuff. But thank you so much for listening. And until next time, Matt has one thing to say. Do you, Matt? I was just going to say, uh, please give us a five-star review if you can be bothered. That just helps us in some way. Some yeah. sort of yeah, algorithm It only thing. takes you 30 seconds, and it makes us feel... A minute's oh, worth of betterness. So that's Some of those little th- reviews warm the bloody cockles. Yeah. Oh, if you get a little reference in there to the pod, oh, man. Warm the cockles. Warm the cockles. Oh, I've got to go and warm my, my cockles. Heart. Like the, it's a, like it's a mean, it means something Matt, nice. Stop. I've got to go. Thank you and goodbye. Later. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 